This episode of Bouts Talking Bouts is brought to you by Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Winning parlays. If you're looking for them in BKFC, you got to be checking out BK Bet Shark. Here's the thing. $50 buys, you get a personalized bet slip. It's based on your own budget. You can be flexible. It is what works for you. And this guy's got the receipts. You can check out all the winning tickets. You can peep them, and you can do so at Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Check him out on Instagram and get with it. Got them personalized betting slips going on, $50 buys. All right, on this episode of Bare Knuckle Radio, very excited to be talking to an individual who competes at BKFC 55, which all goes down on November the 18th. We've got Mason Shaw knuckling up and towing the line against Matthew Hodgson, and great having Matthew on Bare Knuckle Radio for the first time. How's everything going, man? You having a solid day? Good, man, yeah. Um, really well. Everything's going to plan, going to plan uh, coming together. So uh, I'm just... Jumping up a bit now, mate, and can't wait for Saturday. Yeah, and is that just with this being like the BKFC debut? Is it returning to bare knuckle after almost two years away, or maybe a little bit of both? Um, it's a little bit of both, I think. Um, obviously, I'm dying to get back in there and then show my skill set again. Um, I get back to winning ways, and obviously, um, the fact that the card is so good for this Leeds event is, uh, and it's great to be a part of that. So. Um, you know, obviously, to be on that card as well is is, is something and close to home as well, so I can't, uh, can't grumble. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it must be exciting to be part of BKFC's growth in the UK after, like, all the great stuff you were able to do with BKB previously. It must be a cool thing to be a part of. It, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I've... I've gone from strength to strength, and obviously I've, I've changed companies over the years, um, and then to finally be a part of BKFC, and you know it's it's growing all the time, and you know it's uh, it's only getting better and better. So you know to be a part of that, and to see where I can actually go and push myself, um, you know let's let's see where we go from here. Um, you know obviously there's a statement to be made on Saturday. Um, and after that, then, um, you know, let's see what options come my way. And just a curious sort of thing to, you know, be able to be witness to, I would say, because I mentioned the high level of BKB experience you had before and this upcoming fight being your fifth bare knuckle boxing bout here. But I was also noticing you have over a dozen MMA fights over amateur and pro per tapology there so how exciting is it to i guess be able to utilize the understanding of like the clinch positions and stuff like that with bkfc's rule set here yeah well this is it you see and it's something that favors me quite a lot i like to be inside i like to you know dirty box um but i can also work well off my job you know and keep it arranged so i'm very versatile either way um obviously the mma background with the clinch you know the multi um you know, the wrestling, everything comes into play with this. Um, this is where it's, it's right up my street, you know. Um, obviously, the bare knuckle side, you know, the, the amateur career, they had 5-0, uh, um, you know, and then obviously I've had, I think I've had nine wins and three losses in bare knuckle. Um, obviously, five of those are amateur. Um, but, you know, but, um, yeah, uh, every, every fight I've learned from it, and, and obviously there's only the BKFC that you can clinch in, you know, the others we've had to try not to hold as such, you know, I do like to be inside and, and, and dirty box, but uh, obviously without the clinching BKB, um, so let's see how it favours me this time. Well, I mean, you worked 
well enough within that rule set that's more centric like the at range kind of work like to a scale where you you know won bkb gold in your previous outing so i would think at the very least i mean as much as you have to i guess subvert the clinching instincts in some of the training for that circuit i would think that it would even give you that much more confidence in your ability to you know fight at range i mean you probably were before but just refining it even more yeah exactly that you know and the confidence you get from that like you say you know uh, it, it builds every time and you know i can i can work at range if i have to you know nobody knows what's going to happen until we get in there um you know but i can work at range i can work well off my job um but obviously like i say you know if i can get in close then i like to work you know i like to rough him up and get dirty inside and you know and that's exactly what i'm going to do um but like i say we don't know what's going to happen until i get in there um but uh you know, it brings a lot to the table, does Mason Shaw. Um, you know, he's very skillful. Um, you know, obviously, I won the British title for BKB um, and then vacated it and moved to BKFC and he won it after me. So we're both British title holders. I think he's had 13 bare knuckle, I've had 12. Um, so, you know, we're both veterans in the game. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and, and who knows what's going to happen. I believe myself that, you know, my hand will be raised, full stop. Um, but uh, you know, obviously, things happen in there that we, that we can't expect. You know, one punch can change everything in there. Yeah, and I mean, you definitely have the experience in this sport as we were talking about. But I mean, fighting a guy who's been in the sport for over the last like five some odd years so yeah very interesting and you talk about his championship pedigree as well and it looks like he at least has a modicum of mma experience from what i'm seeing like do you ultimately think like your i guess biggest successes in the fight could potentially come from those clinch positions or are you not necessarily even thinking of it like that and it's more of just being fluid and adaptable i guess and whatever happens um, yeah i mean i like to go into every fight being adaptable you know being able to just step back a little bit and read my opponent. Um, but then on the other hand, it can also quite quickly all that go out the window and you can just, you know, stand and trade kind of thing. And, you know, we don't really know what's going to happen. Um, but I think, you know, if we can clinch and we can work inside and, and rough him up, then that's going to go in my favour 100%, yeah. It's, uh, it works for me very well. Um, but obviously... Training-wise, you can't really train that kind of thing, you know. Um, obviously, if you're sparring pro boxers, etc., they don't like to be held. They don't like to be, you know, you know, in, in that tie kind of clinch, you know, because they don't, they don't work like that, you know, they don't train like that. Um, so actually, when you grab them and rough them up and, and clinch them like that, they are, they're, they're like, get off, get off, leave me, you know, they, they don't like it. So you can't really train for it. Um, it's just more of a more of an instinct thing when you're in there, um, you know, and it's, oh, it works for best and oh, it don't, you know, and who likes, who likes, you know, roughing them up and being dirty inside and, and that's, and that works for me well. Yeah, I mean, that, un that makes sense. I understand what you're saying in that kind of regard. So I would think that maybe getting in work with guys like, I mean, say Anthony Holmes, like I saw a post even a couple years ago, like two and a half years ago, even where it seemed like you guys were, getting in good work and it seems like avt mma leads is like a pretty prominent spot you get in work at it seems like there's a lot of bkfc guys there so do you i guess like yeah well i mean me and uh, me and Ali Holmes are good friends 
Um, you know, we do train together quite a lot. Um, so we do we do work off each other, you know, we do learn off each other quite a lot. Um, you know, so obviously working with a BKFC fighter as well, um, you know, we can work on those clinches and work on that kind of thing. Um, we don't train up at AVT, um, and any more than me. I moved to Golden Team um, over at Leeds, um, so that's where I'm, I'm based out of now. Um, it is um, amateur pro boxing, um, multi gym, um, so that's that's where I'm based out of now. I had to, I left AVT due to um, I had a, a knee problem, so I couldn't really concentrate on my pro MMA career. I had to take a step back. Um, which is where I got offered my first BKB fight. Um, so I took it on board just just as a really just to tick off my bucket list, um, you know. And after that first fight, I mean, ended up getting me me ear burst at the back. I could put my finger through the back of my ear, and I was covered in blood and and everything. And I just loved it, you know, that the the adrenaline, the rush, the buzz, everything about it, you know, and. And I've just hit it off from there, you know, and I've never looked back. Um, but yeah, I mean, AVT has, has quite a few BKFC fighters coming through now and training up there. And, um, you know, I will be up there at some point training with those as well. Um, you know, Ricardo Franco's over there. Uh, Anthony Holmes goes and trains quite a lot. Um, I think Aaron, um, Aaron Submain goes up. There's quite a few lads go, yeah. So it'll be, uh, it'll be good to get up there and train with them at some point. I mean, great shout out to Gold, though. I mean, I feel like that's such a, you know, prominent gym in that area. Just such exemplary bare knuckle fighters. So cool. You're, I guess, gleaning some knowledge from that space, too. Yeah, well, that's it. You know, um, it's always good to go to certain gyms and, and get that knowledge and get that training behind you. Um, you know, there's AVT, uh, you know, like I say, Golden Team, my gym. You've got the likes of Smudger Smith. Um, Scott McHugh comes up and trains there. You've got Jimmy Sweeney. He comes up and trains there with us now. Um, you know, there's, there's quite a, a you know good BKFC, uh, sorry BKB lads coming through to Golden Team as well. So those two are the most prominent gyms around this area. Um, you know, for for the BKB lads. So uh, so yeah, there's there's a lot of lads coming through the ranks as well now. So uh, yeah, it'd uh, be interesting to get some work in with a lot of them. Yeah, and it seems like you've been able to generate quite a few finishes across your, you know, bare-knuckle run so far. You were talking about being fluid and adaptable before, so maybe you're not even thinking of it like this, but do you, I guess, see that trend continuing of this one ending inside the distance, or do you not go into the fight with that mentality so as to, I guess, not overextend yourself, and if the knockout presents itself, it's there kind of thing? Yeah, that's it. I don't, I don't like to be too overconfident. Um, you know, I'm very, very confident, don't get me wrong, um, and I'm confident in my skill, my skill set, um, my mentality, you know, everything we've worked, certain, um, you know, certain things we've worked in the gym, um, I'm confident in all that, confident in my team, confident in my ability. I just don't like to walk in there being overconfident, because, like I said, one shot can change everything, you know, um, and this is it, you know, we... We will be going for the finish. It's as simple as that, you know. I don't like to leave it to the judges, um, you know, and I don't like to go into every fight going for that finish. You know, if it goes five rounds, it goes five rounds. You know, like you say, if if, if the knockout presents itself, then then fine, you know, I'll take that. Um, but uh, 
yeah, until then, it's just a matter of taking it as it comes, you know, and uh, and we'll see where we're at. Um, you know, like I say, he's a he's a, he's a good he's a good lad, Mason. You know, I've got utmost respect for him. We spoke together, we spoke to each other over the years with BKB, etc. And you know, he's fought some of my friends before, and uh, you know, we've never had a bad word to say about each other. And we should have fought three years ago, but COVID put a stop to it. Um, so we never we never got a chance to fight. Um, Back then, you know, obviously, I wasn't as good as I am now. Um, so back then, it may have been a different story if it had happened, you know, and, and maybe I, I wouldn't have been ready as such, but this time I am more than ready, um, you know, and he's just a stepping stone to get to that to, to that number one ranking, and uh, we all know who's there. So, um, you know, it'd be interesting to see, um, you know, let's, let's make a statement on Saturday and then move forward and... Uh, Let's see who's, uh, who's after that. So, uh, but yeah, I'm not overlooking him, and you know, Saturday is quite important to me. So, I'm not thinking past that. So, we will uh, we'll concentrate on him first, and then uh, obviously move from there. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, you just seem like a game focused guy that's just ready for it. Like it kind of reminds me of like when you'd had that post a few years ago talking about like the you know weeks notice fight against you know, Nick Sanderson for the light heavyweight title and you ended up getting the win. So, yeah, I guess just speaks to the readiness and everything. Yeah, that's it. You know, um, I am ready. It's as simple as that, you know. Um, it's uh, it's one of those fights that needs to happen, you know. It's, it's, um, it's as simple as that. And obviously, um, we take it and, you know, um, that's it, move forward from there. But, uh, yeah, like I say, I'm looking forward to it. Everything has just worked well. The camp's gone great. The recovery side's gone great. Um, you know, I'm actually starting taper down now. I'm training Monday and Wednesday. You know, just a little taper off now, waiting on Friday. So, um, yeah, it's... Uh, It'll be interesting to uh, to see what the weighing's like as well. You know, we are both respectful to each other. Um, I don't think there'll be any any bad mouthing or animosity as such. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm sure whatever. It's gonna go down. It's as simple as that on Saturday night. So uh, so yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the enthusiasm coming across. I guess something you were mentioning before that I'd be curious to get insights on. So you were talking about that period where. There was that opportunity that was presented to you know partake in bare knuckle, and you were kind of describing it at the time as almost like, a, oh yeah, it'd be a good, uh, you know, be a good thing rather to cross off my bucket list. Like, was there like a distinct epiphany moment, or even a gradual realization where you kind of came to the idea of like, hey, I could turn this into like a viable sort of combat sports career path as opposed to a bucket list kind of thing. Um, at that time, there was nothing uh, me about the future never never entered my head um obviously i've grown up around fighting i've grown up being you know a bit of a brawler and, and a scrapper over the years and and obviously then turned to uh actually turning it into a career so i could channel that aggression and focus and you know um keep myself out of trouble as such um you know so with me not doing the MMA side, I couldn't wrestle as much. I couldn't do um, MMA sparring, Muay Thai. I was training five days a week at AVT. Um, you know, Danny Mitchell was my coach at the time. And I had to take a step back due to a knee injury. And, you know, he actually came to me, Danny, and he put on a show in Leeds and said, listen, you know, I have a better knuckle opportunity for you. 
do you want to take it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, fine, yeah. I thought, yeah, go on, I will. You know, I could scrap, I can bang, you know, let's do it. So it were, there were no real skill set behind it as such. It were more, um, you know, I'm going to get it and take it off my list and enjoy it. And that's exactly what I did. And I loved it. I think I, I thought, I actually thought Ashley Gibson, um, now obviously he's on the BKB scene, um, you know, he's, um, he's a brawler, he's a banger, he's got a big over on the right. Um, and as, as I know, as I found out a couple of times, you know, my last, I fought him on BKB and he, uh, he actually sat me with uh, with his big over on right, sat me, split knockout, flash knockout, and I got up again and then eventually finished him. Um, but yeah, you better be really, really wary with it. But yeah, it was actually him that I fought um, in Leeds on my first bare knuckle and we did five rounds, covered in blood, you know, cups, hands were swollen, you know, everything that bare knuckles about and we left it all in there. You know, I had a pint afterwards and I absolutely loved it. So then it was at, it was at that point at the end where I thought, yeah, you know, I like this, let's see where we can go with this. Um, you know, and and obviously now we are not, you know, we are at that at that top level now, you know, BKFC is the top level. Um so we are at that level. So um, yeah, I'm very, I'm very proud and pleased to be part of it. Um, you know, it's been a lot of hard work. Um, but yeah, we're, we're there now. So you know, we are taking us foot off the gas. We're going to continue climbing that ladder, and it's, uh, it's as simple as that. Well, cool to hear you had that earlier bare knuckle experience in Leeds, and now getting to you know add another chapter in this unfurling story where it connects to Leeds as well in this next one. So that's kind of cool too. Yeah, it is, you know, and it's always it's always good to fight on your own on your own turf as well. Um, you know, the support's amazing. Um, the thing that with the lead card is there's there's three, four lads that are local to here. You know, you've got Nathan Owens, you've got Anthony Holmes, um, you've got Johnny Graham's on it. Um, you know, there's some, there's some good local lads on it, so. But it's like a lot of Andy Holmes and his friends know me, a lot of my friends know Nathan Owens, a lot of our friends know Johnny Graham, you know, so we're all, all our, all my supporters are their supporters and vice versa, you know, so there's going to be a lot of noise in there. Um, and as far as I know, it's a sellout. So, um, you know, the, the atmosphere is going to be unreal. And, uh, and yeah, that support behind me is going to push me um, for that win. It's as simple as that, you know, and... Uh, and yeah, I can't wait to get in there and hear that roar of the crowd, you know, and, and obviously work off that. And, and, and it is so. I mean, I went to the to the last one where uh, it went Anthony Holmes and Danny Christie for the title. Um, and the atmosphere was absolutely electric. You know, it makes air stand up on back of your neck. You know, you get ghost pimples and it's, it's absolutely brilliant, you know. And that's what adds to, you know, that, that, that is the whole atmosphere that adds to bare knuckles, you know. Um, it's the number one growing combat sport in the world, you know, and, and people seem to think that it's just a violent sport for, for scrappers and, you know, people that's like a good fight. And But it's not about that, you know, and there's a lot of respect and a lot of honour in there, you know, and um, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's great to be a part of it, you know. Um, and it is an eye-opener for people, you know, when they come and actually watch it, it's an eye-opener for them. Um, and they don't realise that, you know, it's just not a matter of getting in there and tearing each other's head off as such. You know, it's quite a skill set and, you know, um, you don't tend to throw as much deer as you do boxing-wise. You know, you've no protection on your hands, you know. You're, um, 
you're quite skillful with it, you know, technical with it. Um, at some points, you know, there is fights as well where you just go alpha lever and windmill and, and go at it war, you know, but, uh, you know, sometimes that happens, doesn't it? But, uh, but no, um, we will be kill, calm and collected for this one, that's a dead cert. Yeah, I mean, I was very excited for this fight before talking to you, but a lot of great insights definitely get me even more excited. But that being said, I want to be mindful of the rest of your time and schedule, Matthew. I really do appreciate the time, but I'm curious if there's maybe a final parting thought you'd like to add as we're sort of wrapping things up here, though, man. Um, yeah, just, you know, obviously, Saturday night we're going to go in there, um, a different animal than the last one, you know, the... I've been put into some dark places this last camp um, and to come out of the other side and feel like I do is, um, you know, I'm very confident. Um, I don't see, you know, Mason Shaw really troubling me that much, to be fair, um, you know, but, um, you know, like I say, anything can happen. Um, you know, thank you to everybody that's bought tickets on my behalf. Thank you to all the support, you know, across the world as well. You know, I know people tune in across the world and, you know, um, thank you for the, all the support that everybody gives. I mean, if I could just give a shout out to my sponsors as well while I'm on, if you don't, if you don't mind. Um, Absolutely not. Um, right, so I have some good sponsors behind me that have been with me for a long time. Um, and they, they are the reason I do what I do and can do what I do. Um, so we have Northern Performance, we have MWA Fencing, we have CBD Guru, we are PCS, APK9 Training, Bramley Scaffolding, TCG Automotives, Outlaw Gains, Carl Stannard, Brad Foster, uh, Aesthetic Intuition, and Hair by Shell. They're all my sponsors that back me every single fight. Um, the management team, HD Global, um, and my coach, Justin Newell, um, and obviously everybody at Golden Team. Um, quick shout out to them as well. Um, I haven't been with Justin that long, to be fair. Um, we've, but we've bonded really, really well. Um, and I'm looking forward to how far we can actually go. It pushes me to some dark places, like I say, but puts my mind at ease, you know, it keeps me calm, which I know that is a good thing, you know, and the bond that a student and, and, and the coach has kind of thing is a, is a great thing. Um, and it keeps me cool, keeps me calm, keeps me thoughts together. You know, he's there for me as a friend and not only a coach, you know, um, and I appreciate that. So that bond that we, that we have is getting stronger and stronger at every training session. Um, and I'm really looking forward to obviously putting a performance on on Saturday, not only for myself, but for him and the hard work he puts into me. And obviously then moving forward with Justin, you know, and seeing how far we can actually go with this. Um, and I do believe, hand on heart, I will be at the top. Um, you know, and let's just, you know, I'm not overlooking uh, Mason on Saturday, but I will focus on that one first and then we'll go from there and see what options are available after this one. Yeah, and like you were saying before, super exciting time for this fight finally coming to fruition after having been discussed even a few years ago. So great that this is finally happening at BKFC 55 and definitely excited for this Mason Shaw fight on November 18th, Matthew. But until then, you enjoy the rest of your day and thanks so much for the time. 
Thank you very much. Oh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. This episode of Bouts Talking Bouts is brought to you by Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Winning parlays. If you're looking for them in BKFC, you got to be checking out BK Bet Shark. Here's the thing. $50 buys, you get a personalized bet slip. It's based on your own budget. You can be flexible. It is what works for you. And this guy's got the receipts. You can check out all the winning tickets. You can peep them, and you can do so at Bare Knuckle Betting Shark. Check him out on Instagram and get with it. Got them personalized betting slips going on. $50 buys.